0: This podcast is brought to you by Men's T Clinic. Men's T Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972 go mens T or visit mensteclinic.com
1: Hour number three of the G-Bag Nation as we uh, go and recap some of what Mike McCarthy, the head coach of your Dallas Cowboys, here on your Home of the Cowboys 105.3, the fan had to say. Regards to Zach Martin, Definitely. Has a chance to play on Sunday, which is in line with what you said earlier. There, Brian Broaddus, that that uh, today it looked much better that quad injury than initially maybe yesterday.
2: Yeah, they're hopeful, and uh, but you never know. Uh, the thing I've now all of a sudden learned: every you know, you talk to some folks, and they'll say, "Hey, uh, no, it looks good, looks good, looks good," and then we get to the final part, and maybe the thing didn't respond like they thought it would to completely finish out the the rehab process of it. But, you know, hopefully for Zach Martin, things work out. He's he's a tough guy. We all know that. We're not going to question that. But that was a pretty significant injury. I, I'll say this. He's lucky he didn't tear up his knee mm. with the way that Russo flew inside and yeah. hit him because if Zach's kind of – if he's stationary right there and Russo goes right a little bit lower, that that thing's going, that's – that's into the knee area, and that, that could be a lot worse than what it was. Yeah,
0: that was two big breaks yesterday, not having Micah Parsons with a catastrophic knee injury after Marquis Bell just threw a Bills yeah. offensive player They're into full the back. knees yeah. of him. I yeah. mean, you make it out there alive, we'll see. Yeah, it would be great to have Zach Martin. But, you know, Mike McCarthy, it seems like they they lean to be a little bit more cautious, especially yeah. with supreme supreme guys that they need. Mm-hmm. But that this will be a game you'll, you'll want to have them. Versus the Dolphins for sure, Christian Wilkins. You just Dude's he comes good. to mind as a one of the better defensive tackles in the league. So, but that's great news. Great news, man. He must have just been living with ice wrapped around his leg for the entire duration of you know Plane the flight. flight home and yeah. whatnot.
1: Yeah. Yep. Optimistic there on Zach Barn. We got the uh, top ten at four twenty coming up on the other side. Zach Wolchuk, Brian Bratus here at Chiafalo. We got Rigo Mendoza. In for Lucius Alexander, Gavin Dawson on assignment. Shout out to Ryan as well, running your video. You can check us out on Twitch and on YouTube. A couple other takeaways from McCarthy. Of course, he mentioned they lost the tackling battle, so they've been pretty good on that the
2: majority of the year. They definitely didn't tackle well yesterday. They got blocked yesterday. I mean, they, they, they yeah, they missed some tackles, but it was really, you know, and he can't he can't come out and say that. You know, he can't come out and say, hey, we just got blocked. You know, yeah, they missed some tackles, but... The way that the Buffalo Bills were able to get guys on their defenders, whether it was the slant fronts or you know them, you know playing guys down in the box. I mean, they they just got bodies. And you and I were talking, Zach, in the post game last night with Brad. It just appeared to me, just from the eye test to watching the game, a lot of blue jerseys just plastered yep. on white jerseys. And the film showed that And on a hat. They they were they struggled. To get off blocks yesterday. Yeah, and, Coach, it, and it showed. I mean, they gave did. up all
1: those yards. He said it wasn't an issue with uh, effort or finishing, but give the Bills credit. And uh, he certainly did. I mean, he was asked there about taking advantage of the nickel and dime, smaller personnel on the field. Again, he wanted to give credit to James Cook, certainly. That's a problem for them. Certainly teams are going to take advantage of that. That's and a you're problem. playing against two teams that yeah. are very good at running the football in Miami and Detroit coming up next.
2: Yeah, and 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 Dan, Dan does some things. I mean, he tried he tried now there was what we call you know, the neutral box with seven in the box you know that's, as many
0: as many defenders as there are blockers yeah
2: that's that's you know they they went neutral box they they had 10 opportunities against neutral box James Cook running the ball yesterday 10 attempts four of the four of the 10 attempts went for 10 yards or better mm-hmm. oof that's in that just, yeah they had a 70 70% success rate that's 4 yards or more mm-hmm. on the run Seventy percent in that neutral box, and even when they went stack box, averaged almost five yards of carry. Stack box eight plus.
0: So you have extra defenders in the box yeah. to slow down the run.
2: Eight rushes for thirty-nine yards, four point nine yards of carry versus stack box.
0: Wow. Yeah, none, none, nothing was was working for you. Bad angles nothing. getting washed. Nothing. Yeah, you your defensive get tackles getting blown off the ball, and then. And and they were running right at Marquise Bell. They knew, hey, this is an undersized Clark, guy.
2: Bell, Curse, Parsons. Mm-hmm. They, they they didn't discriminate who they were trying to run against yesterday. So, uh,
1: and you've seen this too, Brian. We get a lot of people texting in and asking
2: 877-881-1053, Mar- Parsons moving off ball linebacker. That doesn't help you there. I mean, I mean to me, like, they – Having him okay, if you want they 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 still were getting guys up on the second level, you know. They still were driving defenders into linebackers, you know. It Parsons playing off ball linebacker, yeah, fine. It's if the ball if the ball goes away, you know. And there were some ball. Most of the balls were going away, so you know I could see. But to me, Buffalo didn't care. I mean, they're one of your better. One of the best defenders in the National Football League, they took the ball at. So, play an off ball linebacker, okay. You're putting a bigger body back, sure. But to me, having met the point of attack, because he beat the center one time, he got held. You know, I, I'm trying to put Micah Parsons in as many situations that he can to make plays.
0: Well, when he's on the edge and they can just leave him unblocked and he's rendered useless on a yeah. lot of those plays. You know, I, I would have liked to see them move him inside a little bit more because he, he at played least, a couple he times. yeah, a couple times. He but played, they, sh- yeah, he should played. have done more of that, yeah. man. You set him on the edge; they just know, okay, we're gonna run away from Parsons. We'll leave him unblocked, and he will be rendered useless. Or, and
2: again, or or yeah, you they'll run at him, run
0: at him. But more often than not, they're just running away from him and saying, we're not gonna block you, and you're not gonna be able to do anything. Right. I mean, when we haven't seen that many games where
1: it's just, man, a team's just not going to throw the football at all because they don't have to. They're running the football so damn well on you because he was definitely successful rushing the passer. But the question I had last night was the last time we did see them play him off ball, which was the Giants game, where they won by 20 to 30 points. He was vocal and frustrated and ticked off on social media afterwards. Like, how much does he really want to do
0: that? For sure. Um, And that's definitely a bummer that that's sort of his mindset. But even if that's the case, I... You mentioned him should have drawn the holding call, but he yeah. he's wreaking havoc there in the middle of the defense, and right. it's a run play. It's yeah. not pass rushing. Right. It's a run play where he can at least try and do something because yeah. when, when he's on the edge and the Bills know, okay, we're, we can just run. We can run at him or away well, from him. Either way, he ain't doing anything here. here here's, they should have adjusted.
2: Here's one. They ran a toss play to the right, so they went toss right. They crack Parsons on the edge. He spins out of it, though. It. he's not going to get there. Yeah. Clark reads pass first, steps back. He's late to get to the ball. Kirst gets knocked wide. Gilmore no, no force. Gain mm-hmm. to seven.
0: They
2: ran a toss sweep his direction, and they got seven yards out of that. They crack him on the end. You know, I mean, uh, to me, yeah, But they're going to find ways to block him. I mean, you're not going to let him, whether you play him as off ball or play him on the line, you're going to find ways to block him. You know, that's the thing to me that I'm like, you know, playing him as I, I I would rather put him at the ball. That's and I, I think that he has a better chance if you play him, if you play him off the ball and he's having to run and, and take on and eh, maybe. But I, I think it's when he has a chance to be at the point of attack, he's probably a better player.
0: I agree. Line of scrimmage. But yes. yesterday on the edge, he was he was useless. He didn't have yeah. the opportunity to rush. Right. Yeah.
1: But 903, interesting question, and I believe this was asked yesterday uh, during the post-game show. We just didn't have time to get to it. But granted, Sam Williams has had some bonehead penalties, but he's also somebody that they've struggled to get on the field at times. Would you look at Sam Williams as maybe trying to slide into a linebacker role? Because he's got a little bit more size, and we know he's a freak athlete.
0: Yeah, I don't know that he would be someone I would trust to be able to understand where to be. And so much of being a linebacker, like physically, I think he, he'd be and more than capable. And we're seeing that with Demone Clark, take right? Taking on blocks and stuff. Yeah, but so much of linebacker is cerebral and knowing where to be and yep. when to be there. And I don't know that you could just take a defensive lineman by trade and in the middle of the season. it's a tough ass. Just throw him in there. Yeah, I agree. I,
1: I, I, don't, I don't think.
2: I don't know the schematics part of it and need to ask this question, but I wonder if it would be better if they played a 3-4 a front. Hmm. If they played with three down linemen, and then now you find a way to get guys like Sam Williams and others and and uh, Lawrence involved, I I don't know if it's something that you could do to, to to play better run defense.
0: Well, I think I think based on matchups like yesterday, that's something that might have been able to help you. I mean, I I think it's I think it's not very it's not very fair to just say, hey, Dan Quinn. Just keep running out your nickel, guys, when they're going heavy and they're going an extra offensive lineman. There's got to be something you can do here. Bring in another defensive lineman. Get a little bare front going. Yeah, maybe some bare front. You 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 don't have to just sit there with safeties as linebackers and say, well, this is is just sort of all we got. This is what we do. So even though you've got heavy personnel and extra offensive lineman in here, you're running on us at a historic rate, this is just what we do. I think Dan Quinn was absolutely awful yesterday.
1: Yeah, and certainly he's been a guy that's made great adjustments uh, during his track record here, but yesterday you didn't see him. You no. Didn't. And that's asking to lose running when you're, you've got 22 uh, heavy personnel
2: going up against your nickel and dime packages. It's just I, it, it's a bad matchup. I, I understand what you're saying about him having a bad day yesterday. I think his adjustment was, I can't play toe-to-toe with these guys. I can't play toe-to-toe. And we talk about moving and slanting the front. He, he didn't have answers yesterday for how they were blocking him. He tried to keep his guys out of harm's way, and it it didn't work. It just didn't work with his front because, like I say, they were. It, we'll, we'll get into and and I'll 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 tell you, like as as I go through, and I, I broke down every single play, every single play that they ran where they ran slant front, mm-hmm. Land, uh, line slants left. Golston, Osadigizuwa stay square. Golston plays off block. Thomas helps with Phil gain it two. Okay, here we go. Playing a little slant front, maybe this is going to work. Now, next play slants the line to the right. Good across the board, except Wilson on the edge gets fooled to the inside, which gives up the corner. Cooks bounce Cook bounces the ball to that side. Evans makes a tackle from the inside, gain of eight. Okay, here we go. The next uh, the next uh, time, lance line slants to the right. Osa Osa wins, uh, but can't adjust back. Parsons gets blocked. Bell trapped. Williams and Clark miss tackles. Gain of twelve. You know, slant mm-hmm. right. Clark and Curse get trapped inside. Ball bounces outside. Clark laid along uh, along with Gilmore for the tackle. Gain of four. You know, it, it's just his idea was I'm going to try and move this line and and see if I can if I can create a negative play. And they just couldn't. He's
1: probably they- smart to do with their quickness, right? That's their advantage. They're quicker, yeah. but yeah. unfortunately, they got blocked. And they weren't they I mean, it was it was sticky rice out there. They weren't able to get off, and the adjustments. Yeah, I mean, I would have liked to see maybe a, a bear front up there. I think that could have been a smart move. Could, there's got to be and maybe something, it wouldn't have worked. Well, right, but you would have just but, lied, lied. But nothing to was see Something different. And, and the mm. other
0: the other thing too, when it comes to Parsons, and hey, you're playing on the edge, whatever. But do you at some point do you realize they're not throwing they're the football? You don't have to be in a rush to get so far up field like you're rushing the passer. They're running the ball right he past was trailing you, dude. quite a bit
1: yesterday. He definitely was. There's no question about that. And in regards to the challenge, if we wrap up uh, McCarthy's presser reaction, blind challenge is what they would call it, right? He said he didn't have quite enough information when you're not able to see the replay, and you just throw the challenge flag. You call it a blind challenge, and he said uh, the information that he had at the time didn't validate a timeout or a challenge to be called. Okay, so.
2: That was Coach's explanation. Some days you you have to make gut decisions as a head coach. I agree with you 100%. Some days you have to figure out if you want to go for two and maybe take the game in a different direction. His team was not going the right direction. We've seen in basketball all the time. When 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 someone's on a massive run, what do they do? They call a timeout. You have to change momentum if you can. Right there would have been an opportunity. Nobody would have faulted Mike McCarthy for challenging that right there after after what after what we all saw now he's saying it's a blind challenge but you've got to trust that wait something just happened here i need this is a big point in the game that maybe i need to change the direction of the game that's that's sometimes that's being a coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can't
0: overvalue a first half timeout.
1: Oh, and I think at that yeah. time, just throwing the challenge, and even if you lost it, it was worth the gamble.
0: Hey, but he had it in his hand. He, he, had did, the he did have it in hand, his hand. He job. was considering I mean, give it. Give some credit where it's due. And that's dude.
1: what matters. All right, let's slide into the top 10. Coming up on the other side, it is National Twins Day. I got the top 10 twins in sports history. What's a set Harmony of twins?
3: Harman
1: Kilbrew? Maybe. What's oh. a set of twins that stands out to oh. you? That's next on the mm-hmm.
3: fan. <sighs>